The views expressed on this podcast are those of the participants, not of Rogers News. That's the sound of the hustle and bustle of Paris Fashion Week earlier this month. It's also where Kanye West sparked a row with his corporate partner Adidas by controversially wearing a t-shirt emblazoned with the slogan, White Lives Matter. The ending of this lucrative contract and its implications for others is the focus of this week's Views Room. Welcome back to the Views Room, the podcast from Reuters Breaking Views, where columnists from around the world talk about the big stories of the week. I'm your host, Amy Donlin, coming to you from London. Kanye West and Adidas's partnership is no more. The deal, which involved the production of Yeezy sneakers, which can fetch for $700 each, was under review after that Paris incident. However, West, who refers to himself as Ye, followed it up with a number of offensive comments that meant Adidas had few options but to cut ties with the star. Was it worth all the drama? And will this incident put off other brands from seeking outspoken stars to peddle their wares? Stay tuned as I speak to Peter Tal Larson, global head of Breaking Views, as we thrash out some of these ideas. Hi, Amy. So um, we're talking about... I don't, like, I'm not even sure how we talk about who we're talking about. Yeah. I was going to say we talk about Kanye West, but he's not Kanye West anymore. He's just... Yay. Yay, yes. His, right. his legally changed name now. So sort of like Prince, the artist formerly known as Prince, the artist formerly known as Kanye West is now Yay. Yay, spelled Y-E. Y-E. Even more confusingly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, um, but, but what this really, I mean, obviously this has been a big story in, on social media and, and sort of in, in the celebrity pages and so forth, um, and also raises lots of big sort of broader questions about celebrities on social media and what kind of platform they should be given and whether they should be allowed to, um, you know, spread uh, um, obnoxious views or whether they should be prevented from doing so. Um, but, but, you know, breaking views, we like to focus on the financial nuts and bolts. So let's, let's, let's focus on that. And specifically, you've been looking at uh, what has happened with Yay and Adidas. Yes. So, so tell, tell us a little bit about what the arrangement was between the two of them and now what's happened. Okay. So back in 2013, uh, Adidas was, it was quite a coup actually at the time. They sort of lured Kanye West, at the time he was Kanye West, away from Nike. He, they had a, he had a partnership arrangement with Nike and Adidas signed him up to sort of be, be, the, be a sort of brand ambassador for them. Um, that was then solidified into a much more longer-term arrangement in 2016, where he has these this Yeezy brand of trainers, um, which he was designing, and you know, obviously having these big fashion shows in New York. And there was a, a very clear, as you say, like kind of financial benefit that you could see because Adidas and Nike are kind of arch rivals. There was quite a valuation gap between them at the time before Kanye West signed up. And that started to close as Yeezy became extremely popular. And so it was very kind of beneficial to them. Okay. And so and we'll get into kind of what's, what's gone wrong with this in a minute. But, but just from a sort of, from a company like Adidas's point of view, what is the sort of, what is the cost benefit analysis of, of signing up or getting into bed with someone like Kanye, as he was then known? Yes. So, I mean, Adidas is obviously, 
you know, an 18 billion euro corporate. It's a company. So there is a risk to signing somebody like Kanye West up, who has been very outspoken long before what he's been saying over the past month. So, so why would they, what, what was the, what would have been the thought process that led to them so, doing it in the first place? Um, he's a multi-Grammy award-winning musician. Everyone knows him. If he's out peddling your wares, you get a very wide distribution of your brand. Um, he's on social media. Uh, he has, you know, millions of followers. You get that immediate kind of, you know, brand recognition as well. Um, and if you were just to start off your own like brand of trainers, it would be harder for you, I think, to come up with to to start a marketing campaign that could be as effective. I would say, I'd say that's the sort of thinking is as effective as if a huge star were out you know, being controversial, being at all the right parties with celebrities wearing your things and talking about your things. That is, that is, I'd say, the big kind of benefit to a company. Yeah, yeah so you sort of get instant street cred, instant yeah. marketing, and maybe a bigger exposure. demographic than you than you previously had with your with your clo- with your clothing line before. Right. Um, you might reach a kind of younger audience or a demographic that Kanye West speaks to. So it's a it's yeah. it's more customers basically for you. A younger audience that buys seven hundred dollar trainers. <laughs> I mean, anyway, um, I'm, I don't want to come over all sort of um, you know kind of uh, confused about this, but uh, but there's a lot about this that doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, let's leave that to one side. Um, uh, so okay, I can see that I can see the appeal from Adidas's point of view, but obviously, in order to 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 go into partnership with someone like him, also you have to you have to hand over a lo- hand over a load of money. So so. Did this did this arrangement make financial sense for Adidas, as far uh, as we know? I would say yes. Now, I have to caveat all of this with the company does not disclose the revenue that came from Yeezy, which is the brand of trainers we're talking about. It doesn't say what the profit margins were. So we're sort of relying on analysts that seem to be relying on their own sources for that information. So we've seen like two analysts that I spoke to talked about uh, revenue of about 1.75 billion euros. That that's what, what that's what Yeezy trainers brought in in 2021. Okay. So then that's about eight percent of Adidas's overall revenue, and then again this is like we put this to the company, but we're then thinking that this is about a forty percent net income margin on that on that revenue. So. Wow, forty percent. Forty percent. I mean, which is what is what is Adidas's overall like, margin? They're expected to have a net income margin this year of four percent. So that's again according to forecast. So this is this is a huge margin. Now, as you said, they're seven hundred dollars shoes, um, and so the, the the profit on these is is significant, and it makes a huge makes up a huge portion of Adidas's total net income. It would have been about half under the, under those numbers. It would have been about half of Adidas's overall net income in twenty twenty one. The Yeezy brand did. And how much of that goes to him then? So again, we've seen basically like the royalties that they were paying to him. This is again from another analyst was sort of in high single digit is what we were kind of seeing the kind of numbers of around high single digits percentage that he was getting in terms of royalties. Okay, so so wow. Okay, so it would have been very lucrative for him, but also crucially lucrative for Adidas. Okay, so now let's talk about what's gone wrong. Yes. Right. So so um, I mean, he as you said, he's sort of. He's got a history of, 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 of being very outspoken, of saying kind of, you know, obnoxious and, and actually downright just unacceptable things. And that seems to have accelerated um, or kind of increased a bit in, in the last few months. Um, he was kicked off Twitter 
for, for, for making unacceptable And he wasn't quite kicked off. He was basically sort of like they locked his account. It was sort of a, a funny situation where you're right, he made right. these extremely offensive comments, he refused to apologise, and so they sort of locked his account and so his Instagram. Okay, but as I said, I think he was locked and then he was allowed back on and then he was locked again. And so, so there's been this back and forth with social media and so people have been distancing themselves from him. But Adidas had sort of stuck with him until recently. Um, so what have they done now? So this kind of started off at the beginning of, of this month. It started off at the beginning of October where uh, Kanye West went to Paris Fashion Week and wore this T-shirt, the slogan emblazed saying, White Lives Matter. And it caused a lot of controversy. Uh, people were quite upset about it. And so Adidas CEO basically said, we're going to have a review of this relationship with Kanye West. So he didn't cut ties with them. And then shortly after that, I think maybe even a day later, Kanye West came out with very offensive comments that I think were very difficult for Adidas to kind of back or negotiate or talk about. But they still took weeks to come out with a firm this is the end of this relationship. So I think there probably was an awful lot of talking in the background. Um, and I think a lot of people gave Kanye West the opportunity to retract some of the comments that he had made, and he refused to do, to do that. So yeah. I think that's basically what went wrong, was that, yes, you had this very colorful, very outspoken brand ambassador for Adidas, but he'd become quite a liability now because you were Adidas was facing a sort of boycott on its goods I think if they kept with Kanye West, given what he was saying and how regularly he was saying the things right, he was Right, so saying. that was the danger is that then there's sort of a blowback to the rest of the Adidas yes. business. Um, I see. So, so then I guess thinking about it sort of from a financial point of view, so so you, on the one hand you have these companies saying, well, if we climb into bed with this celebrity, um, you know, we we, we the, the risk reward. Uh, in the short term, looks quite good because because we get an instant platform and a load of marketing and profile and whatever that that we would be hard and expensive for us to build ourselves. So we can generate a lot of revenue quite quickly. Yeah. But I guess you also have to realise that these these relationships have a, a, a limited life, and there is always the risk that the celebrity blows themselves up. And they have, exactly, they have abrupt deaths. Like these, they have an amazing life force for the company. Right. And then that ends like in a puff of smoke and then it's gone. And so the, I suppose for lots of other companies, because lots of brands obviously look to these influencers or celebrities to kind of help them. So they have to sort of weigh up those things. But as we talked about, those numbers suggest that you know, Adidas talked about, yesterday they talked about a 250 million euro hit to their net income. So they're obviously not selling easy brands in Q4, their Christmas trading period, which obviously would have been important to them. Mm -hmm. But 250 million euros versus everything that they have made and arguably the, the brand benefits they've got from, from that relationship, um, you might start to think that actually this looks bad, it was a disaster, but is it a disaster that you would maybe avoid making again? I would probably say no. I think you might actually just go ahead and say, I'm going to take that risk. I'm going to take that bet on that, you know, outspoken celebrity and ride the wave while I can. And then it'll be over. Right. Yes. And as you say, obviously, there's lots of other um, examples of this happening. I think uh, we were just talking about this earlier. So Coty, the, 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 uh, the skincare business bought a stake in Kim Kardashian's skincare range. Kim Kardashian, obviously, previously married, married to, to Kanye West, yeah. Yee. Um, 
yay, sorry, um, and uh, uh, and then her, uh, I, I struggle to remember what the relationship is between the two of them, but Kylie Jenner, I think they're half-sisters, right? Yeah. Um, you know, she has this lip gloss business, which is incredibly successful, which is, which is sort of standalone. So, yeah, so, so, so basically it seems like you're saying, despite everything, despite all the sort of the, the, um, the controversy and, and um, you know, the real insults that have arisen from the, 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 the large numbers of people who have been heavily insulted by, by, by Kanye West, um, you expect you would see more of these companies like Adidas, Adidas itself maybe, and, and other companies from climbing into bed with these celebrities in the future. Yes. I mean, the alternative is they don't do this, right? They do all their own branding and they rely on that themselves. But that is hard. That is, it's hard to build market share. It's hard to build momentum and excitement around different products that you're selling. So I think, yeah, I think if you're, you might just take a bet on that, on that outspoken celebrity and hope that they can keep their mouth shut when it comes to very controversial issues. Amy, great. That was really interesting. Thank you very much. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast was produced by Oliver Tashlich in London. Subscribe to The Views Room and our sister podcast, The Exchange, on a cast, megaphone, or wherever you like to listen. Check out our latest views on these stories and many others at breakingviews.com and on Twitter, where our handle is at breakingviews.